Okay. All right. Oh, so we're recording. We are. And we're back for our second episode this month. Yay! Another episode because we're so awesome well, and and we're still excited about we it. We are. <clears throat> as long as you are, we are. And that's what matters. <laughs> and hopefully you are all still excited about it cuz we're still excited about it. <laughs> But it's still something we do for fun, and we're really, really glad that you guys join us. And you know, each time we post a new episode, you know, you guys get to join in our conversation, and uh, we really appreciate all your support. Yeah, and we're so happy that you guys are still listening to us, and that there's more of you listening to us. So many more! We w- holy cow! We want to say hi to Australia and the Philippines this time. Hello. So hello to our friends across the pond yeah that's so awesome we're, oh it's welcome it's and we're so, so glad you're listening we are to everybody uh, like just around the world you guys are really awesome john france and oh yeah france you gotta you gotta step up your game you do the uk has um beat you out they bumped you down our, guys. as our number two listener so <laughs> tell your four tell your friends <laughs> you gotta tell more of your friends <laughs> but, no, thank you so much for listening. We're excited yeah. that we get to do this more often. Yes. Um, I, a couple of my friends have expressed, like, concern. They're like, we hope you don't run out of cryptids. I'm like, uh, I'm like, no. you don't understand. The Wikipedia article for cryptids is, like, 80-something things long. And then there's other ones that aren't on the list. So I was like... Don't worry about me. Yeah. Humans are made for coming up with these kinds of things because we need explanations for yeah. the things that we don't understand. And so we, since we have such powerful imaginations, this has been one of the most interesting explorations of mm-hmm. the human mind. And each time we, like you said last time, we get to write research papers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) no, literally I'm writing college level research papers for fun. Like, I mean, they're in like the MLA bulleted format and everything. It's great. Oh, man. I never thought I was going to use that when I was 31 years old. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. Yeah. So now we've like brought it back into our hobby. I know. And it's been so much fun. It has been fun. So what's been new with you? Oh, you know, I've I've got my my company website almost done. Mm -hmm. And so that's very exciting. And we've got a couple of uh, projects in the pipeline. So we've got a couple of leads. Okay. And uh, getting some businesses going. So if you have any need or interest in some customer experience design uh hey give me a heads up hit up tessa hit us up you can send us an email through conspiracysencrypted.com i'll see it uh and uh or through conspiracysencrypted at Mm gmail.com and uh let's let's chat let's see if we can get your business up and going or your band or your live event you got a destination wedding let me know let's stream it for your family that can't make it yes and Uh, speaking of creating websites we used wix.com we sure did this isn't sponsored nope i just want them to sponsor us so (laughs) wix.com they're Shameless super plug. they're super easy to use and they're awesome and they yeah. will also give you a domain name yeah. as part of like a package yeah. so nice. wix.com it's great it's great i don't know what their catchphrase is so, so that's well. our catchphrase for it wix.com it's great it's great <laughs> so all right so shall we shall we come oh, on to our oh first of all we have to say happy birthday to java my boo bear so java is 
Tessa's sweet, adorable baby puppy. My sweet girl. She just turned three just last turned Wednesday three. on the 4th of July, which is the worst day for a shy dog. But uh, she is, she's in a shelter pup, and I don't know where she came from. I got her when she was six months old, and as we've been with her for a couple of years, and she's still a shy pup. We still have a lot of work to do, but she's a great dog, and she really got spoiled on her birthday. She yeah. got a new collar. I wish I would have known. I would have, well, I couldn't have been there, but I would have, like, video called you and, like, said happy birthday oh, to her. Java so was like super like shy of me when we first met, but mm-hmm. we're becoming best friends really yeah. quick. And oh yeah. Eventually she's going to be my dog. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You'll, she'll, you won't hear a peep out of her when you walk in the door. She's, uh, uh, she gets really, like, she, she gets used to very few people, but when she does, she's, uh, she's, she's bonded. She's my sweet baby Jay bonded and dog. I love her. Oh, good. Oh, so yeah, so. I'll post a picture of her on our website. Yeah. Oh, my little poo bear. Yeah. And then all I've been up to is I went to Anime Expo this past weekend. You did. That's right. That's right. How so, rude of me. And how how was that? Was that fun? It was fun. It was. I worked um, a booth at the convention, so I worked the official photo booth for the convention. So we took pictures of everybody, and I edited and processed photos and stuff. So it was really crowded and yeah. really hot. Los Angeles had a heat wave on Friday, so it was 113 degrees, and it Ouch. was unbearable and and i was like in costume too so it was like it was it was excruciating thankfully i was in like a really air-conditioned hall but still it was um thick fabrics it was still sucks it was something (laughs) so but it was it was fun well good good i'm glad i'm glad that's awesome that's awesome so but um but yeah so let's get started we're gonna go ahead and flip our penny for our thoughts and figure out who's going first let's see and i think i went first last time you did go first last time you pick heads or tails oh yeah you so you flip you flip flip and i'll pick it okay all right so uh all right so go ahead and uh what do you want heads or tails Tails, because Tails never fails. Okay, Tails never fails. Oh, oh no. It's heads. It's heads! So it's you again. (laughs) It's me! Okay, so I get to start. All right. I'm very excited about this one. I'm really excited. We're going to have some fun with this one. Okay. Tessa says she's going to try to convince me that this one's real. Yes, the so. last one. So I'm going to kind of mention okay. a couple of things, So okay. and then we're going to go into d- detail in the last one. Okay. So we're familiar with the clickbait celebrity death hoaxes of social media fame. Yes. And we all know there's another conspiracy theory attached to that kind of click traffic. Right. Right. So they're... They're almost distracting, almost always distracting from something bigger that we're, we should be paying attention to. So, I mean... You know, but that's pretty much the point of this podcast. I'm a subscriber <laughs> to that conspiracy. So I'm not going to cover those specifically. Instead, we're going to talk about some celebrities uh, that fans swear have been replaced by another doppelganger, a clone, or even better, they're the clone to begin with. Okay, okay. So we'll talk about one conspiracy that's already been proven false, one that's silly but a little dark... And then we'll play a little game with the last one. Okay. So I'm going to try to convince you that last one's right. I like games. Okay. (laughs) So the first one is Avril is Dead. Uh, This one is related to another conspiracy I want to cover later. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's that there's a a music industry guy that each girl kind of has to go through. And but we're gonna talk about that one another podcast. Okay. I really right, I right, do right. want to talk about that. You um, always set us up for I like do. future episodes. Like, but like I this think one. just off the three episodes that we've done in the past, we've already got topics for like four exactly. more. Exactly. I keep 
teasing episodes that are eventually going to show up, they'll and you're happen. just going to keep listening. <laughs> they'll happen. I promise they'll happen. In fact, I think I've mentioned this one. So. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So, Avril Lavigne, Kroger, she picked it. She, You're going to marry the Nickelback guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to live with it. Uh, she was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa Vandela in 2003, as stated by a 2011 blog post from a Brazilian sl- a site. Okay. So Avril Lavigne is not Avril Lavigne. In fact, she's Melissa Vandela. Oh, interesting. So a disclaimer here, the original poster has already done a BuzzFeed article, an interview stating he made up the hoax to prove how real some conspiracies can look online mm-hmm. but and therefore spread like wildfire in the internet age. Right, so he kind right. of proved his point yeah. twice over, too. So this is the second time this has surfaced. Okay. So the story goes that Levine, struggling with fame at the beginning of her career, began using a body double and actress named Melissa. The real Levine is said to have committed suicide following her grandfather's 2003 death and the release of Let Go. So the record company replaced her with Melissa full time. No way. How have I not heard of this? Like, Avril (laughs) Levine was like... One of my goat... Okay, so back when I was in my, like, emo and scene phase, as a lot of us probably were... Avril Lavigne was like my number one female singer. Right? Right? And a skater boy? I mean, until she like got up to girlfriend, then it was like, well, yeah, the going, pop, the, the whole pop reinvention. Which we'll talk that about. Would, yeah. That would make sense. Oh my God. Yeah. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Go, so, go, 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 go. So apparently, I'm so the, excited. The, the swap was just so drastic for some people that they were just like, oh my gosh, there's got to be something going on here. So the theory rose from the dead again last year when someone posted a Twitter storm of the proof that the original blog post gathered about the bait and switch. And the eagle eyes on the internet seemed to have confirmed one thing. Nobody really knows who Melissa Vandela is. There's no mention of the actress's name aside from the conspiracy theory. Uh, no IMDP, an IMDP, IMDb. <laughs> There's no IMDb page, no agent, no social media presence, no existence. Now, if Melissa had already assumed the Avril role, I don't see why she would make it obvious and apparent that she was such a great actress. Yeah, that's that's true. But by all accounts, Melissa Vandela seems to have appeared out of thin air to fill this role. Like, born for it, literally worth it born to be an Avril you know, Levine born to be Vanga. you know Avril, Avril Levine so as the story goes Melissa Vandela felt terrible about the lies and went on to record Under My Skin as Levine leaving subtle hints along the way about what really happened specifically in Nobody's Home the lyrics oh, open your eyes and look outside find the reasons why you've been rejected and now you can't find what you've left behind be strong be strong now too many too many problems don't know where she belongs, where she belongs. She wants to go home, but nobody's home. It's where she lies, broken inside, with no place to go, no place to dry her eyes, broken inside. Okay, so that song, first of all, played in my head the whole time you are reading that, because that was one of my favorites. You can play that instead of that song, <laughs> instead of what I just, the spoken word version, <laughs> if you want to. But, yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Skater Boy, bye. What? <laughs> Wow. I never would have thought of it from a conspiracy point of view, but yeah, I... I... Yeah. Okay. Also in Slipped Away, she apparently gives away Avril's death. It wasn't fake. It happened. You passed by. You're gone. Now you're gone. There you go. There you go. Somewhere I can't bring you back. 
It's kind of vague, but... Oh, and that was such a sad song. That was supposed to be the song that she wrote because of her grandfather passing away. So, apparently, they're trying to point the finger to... That was, like... That was her suicide. That was apparently her suicide. Oh, my... Interesting. Oh, my God. And this... Because this was early in the career. That was only her second album. Yeah. Let Let Go... Let Go was only her second album. Yeah. Exactly. So... It was, uh, or Under My Skin was second? Under My Skin, yeah. yeah. Let Go exactly. was the first Let album. Let Go was the first one. Yeah, you're going to tap into my inner <gasps> scene kid coming I out know. here. So. I was I was really excited doing this one because, I mean, all the, the guy had already admitted that it was fake, but it was still, it was kind of fun to research what people will do. Even the, to the point that people uh, chimed in saying the star was pictured with mysteriously missing moles and freckles, as well as an eerie promotional shoot in which Avril has the name Melissa written on her hand. So did she know about the theory at the time or, you know, I don't know. Who's Melissa? She also adopted a love for dresses over pants, uh, color, and better hairstyles. So I don't know if that bleach blonde was a better hairstyle. (laughs) That's just true. That's That's just my hot topic days speaking. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So since the conspirator conspirator behind this one already admitted he made it up to prove a point, I'm not going to try too hard to convince you that that one's true. But it's an entertaining idea. Okay. Okay. So wait. Is your conspiracy the Mandela effect? Kind of. Kind I would of, say, but not isn't really. The Mandela effect, like the that that Nelson you remember Mandela it died. Yeah, yeah. or like the Berenstein Bears was spelled differently. I will differently. eventually cover that one. I do. Love I love that, love that one. Okay, okay, but this, but this is, is not it. This okay, this is more the the celebrity bait and switch, and that they're like. They, we've just been following, yes, that this is their storyline. Okay. And then suddenly, along the way, they are actually a different person. Okay. okay. That we're still okay. paying attention to. Okay, so, gotcha. The next one, I want to touch on lightly, because somebody, no matter which way we slice this, somebody did lose a child. Um, but uh, this one's kind of my favorite, though, because it's, uh, it's kind of interesting. It's more so believable. So apparently, what happened to the murdered uh, child beauty queen, Jean Benet Ramsey? Oh, that is one of my favorite cold cases and one of my favorite like true crime cases because like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna segue off and Sammy's gonna okay. talk for Go a for little it. bit. Go. Because <laughs> no. true crime. If there weren't already so many true crime podcasts out there, this would probably have been a true crime podcast, but. Mm-hmm. John Benet Ramsey was such a huge part of my childhood, but not in the sense that like my parents watched it and all sorts of stuff, but just the fact that I was a child when that happened. Mm. So I remember growing up seeing constant like news coverage and tabloids and and you know newspapers and magazines everybody was talking about John Benet Ramsey. And I remember as a kid looking and seeing this, you know, this pretty little girl on all of these magazines and everything and asking my mom who it was. And and my mom wouldn't really tell me because I'm, I'm sure my parents knew what was going on and knew who she was. And they were just trying to protect me. But of course, but yeah, little because kids, I mean, it's like, I mean, you know, because yeah. I was I was around her age, maybe a little older. But um, but yeah, so it's like I definitely like I said, that's just one of my favorite. Cold and it's like, I feel bad saying it's one of my favorite true crime cases because it is a cold case and it's a it's a very terrible thing that happened. It's interesting, it's, though. But it's so interesting. And it's like the conspiracies around it about the fact that her parents did it. Oh, I'm going to get 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna so, flip another one on your head here. Okay, because that's my favorite conspiracy is that her parents were in on it. Because so. apparently, according to dentist Dave Johnson, okay, she's Katy Perry now. Jean Benet Ramsey grew up to be Katy Perry. Apparently, so. Okay, so no, no, no. Okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. So the original, more factual account goes like this: In 1996, a six-year-old little girl, beauty queen. JonBenet Ramsey was found strangled to death in the basement of her home in Boulder, Colorado. 20 years later, we still don't know officially who done it, uh, fueling speculation that no one did, mm-hmm. thus this theory. It cropped up again when a seven-minute video on YouTube from 2014 resurfaced when an unseen man named Dave Johnson, we're going to hear from him again, I'm sure, because he's also a flat earther. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He lays out the details, making a string of claims linking the two, mostly physical com- uh, comparison. Okay. He says, quote, JonBenet Ramsey did not die. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt. But she was sacrificed. That sacrifice was in name only, and that sacrifice was to get something, and that something was to become a star. But she was already on her way to being a star, wasn't she? Exactly. And he even claims her penchant for singing a star. Was it uh, America's Beautiful, I think? And the fact that Katy Perry, I guess, also knows the words. I mean, I feel like doesn't... Everybody. Every American know the words <laughs> exactly. to America's Beautiful. It's kind of, these are a huge stretch. I mean, to the, he tries to go down to the point that their eyebrows match, and it's like, honey, give me 20 minutes and some tweezers, I mean, and I can make our eyebrows I mean, match. I've got an eyebrow pencil I use for cosplay. I could make my eyebrows match John Bonet <laughs> exactly. Ramsey. Exactly. Okay. All right. But, okay, keep going. I'm, I'm invested. He also says Katie's parents, Keith Hudson and Mary Perry, look eerily similar to Patsy and, jo- and John Bennett Ramsey. Also claims Patsy, who died in 2006, simply lost weight to become Katie's slim mother, and John Ramsey shaved his head to become her bald pastor dad. I'm sure they love this theory. <laughs> I always forget that Katy Perry's a preacher's kid like me. Right? Okay. So Johnson also claims that Perry, now 32, has been in hiding since news of the high-profile murder in 1996 and didn't resurface again in 2008 when she released I Kissed a Girl. She kind of did come out of nowhere. I she did kind of, like, but I mean, I feel like a lot of stars do these days, so... But, but yeah, she did, though. She technically didn't. Katy Perry, or Catherine Elizabeth Hudson, was a former choir girl who signed with Red Hill Records in 2001 after releasing a gospel album under her given name. Mm-hmm. But it does beg the question, why did a girl who sang about God's love suddenly swap five years later to I Kissed a Girl? True. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, because I mean... That was something that I, I definitely read up on when I found out that she was like a preacher's kid or a deacon's kid or whatever it was that I was like, she's definitely kind of the like black sheeping it. But yeah, I did read that she released a gospel album. So yeah. I'll have to look that up How and listen to it. I wonder what it sounds like. I'll have to look it up and listen to it because I'm yeah. sure it's interesting. Uh, another conspiracy theorist posted their own analysis of the pair, saying the similarities go all the way down to their eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Because as she put it, they don't change much, do they? Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, you can make those, make changes. And her dentist also agrees with this. The dentist is this random guy, just Dave Johnson. Oh, I thought maybe, I thought maybe it was like her dentist saying that their dental records are the same. It's just a guy. Okay. It's just a guy. I would have been more inclined to believe this if this dentist had been Katy Perry's dentist and John Bonet's dentist and said their dental records are exactly. identical. It's then I would have been like, okay. Like a 40-year-old man with like, a lot of time on his hand. Who happens to be a Okay. Yeah, his hands, yeah. <laughs> and teeth, apparently. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Stick to your day job, sir. Right. So there's a, there's a couple holes in this theory, obviously. Uh, Katy Perry is several years older. I think you mean there's a couple older. of cavities in this theory. <laughs> but um, that's my job. Go home. <laughs> I'll leave. I need to stop making puns on this podcast. <laughs> if you stop, then I have to stop, and I refuse. <laughs> So Katy Perry is several years older than Jean Benet would be mm-hmm. if she were still alive. Um, yeah. Also, a lot of these just focus on how much the pair look alike, not necessarily like where they grew up. Right, uh, right. The fact that both of them actually have histories and parents. Yeah. And then last year when she hosted the VMAs, Billy Eichner shouted the question at her head on, blink twice if you're really Jean Benet Ramsey. She responded, no, that's not real. The Twitterverse was furious, uh, of course, because like I mentioned, by all accounts, a child like died and yeah like, you're at the vmas why are why are you why are you bringing, you bringing this, up? this up and so it was kind of it was kind of in poor taste uh, to do that but at the at the same time i see where the the humor tried but i see where it fell flat yeah especially because we don't still don't know what happened to that child yeah like it i want to say it'd be different different if we knew what happened to the child but it's like it still wouldn't it's still distasteful yeah, yeah. but especially so since it's like a cold case and nobody knows what happened to this exactly. like six-year-old girl yeah yeah that's sad so our last one is much more fun um <laughs> so I'll, however i do want to mention one last thing about katie perry before mm-hmm. we move on perry herself has stated she wants to join the illuminati of course. She's of been course. accused of using the Secret Society's imagery in her music videos and even in her stint as the host of the VMAs that year. And in an interview with Rolling Stone's Brian Hyatt, Perry shared her thoughts, quote, Listen, if the Illuminati exists, I would like to be invited. I see that shit and I'm like, come on, let me in. I want to be in the club. I have no idea what it is. It sounds crazy. Weird people on the internet that have nothing to do find like strange triangles in your hand motions. I guess you've kind of made it when they think you're in the Illuminati. <laughs> but listen, I believe in aliens. So if people want to believe in Illuminati, great. So yeah. she, if, you, if you, Katie, if you believe in us, we believe in you. We believe you are also not JonBenet Ramsey, and you are, in fact, Katy Perry. <laughs> we appreciate you, and uh, and we appreciate your belief in... in uh, Katy Perry, if you get invited to the Illuminati, please extend an invitation to us by proxy, because... We just want to follow you there. We'll just let yeah, us in the door. Just, I just... I just I, I won't talk about it. I just want to look inside. The first the rule of Illuminati door. Club is don't talk about <laughs> Illuminati Club. That's going in the title. <laughs> okay, so our last one is a lot of fun. Okay, I'm gonna try to okay, convince okay, you okay, this okay. one is real. I'm so excited about this. All right, so this is known as one of the first known rock and roll conspiracy theories. Of course, it started in America. I think I know what one this is, but keep going. Paul McCartney is dead. (laughs) Yes. I know this. I mean, I remember reading about this conspiracy theory years ago. I love this one. It has been fascinating, and fans are some of the most creative people. Okay, so some say McCartney died in a car accident in 1966 Mm -hmm. when his car left an icy roadway on the way home from the EMI recording studio. They say he stormed out of a recording, got into his Austin Healey car, and subsequently crashed and died. His fellow Beatles were so worried about the effect on their careers with a missing member, they replaced him with a guy named William Shears Campbell, or Billy Shears. Mm -hmm. On October 12th, 1969, a caller called into a Detroit radio station at... 
I'm not going to tell you about this one yet. I'm going to come back to this. Okay, okay, okay. Circle around. Circling back around. Okay. So Shears was an orphan who won a McCartney lookalike competition. Mm-hmm. He was born in Shreveport, Louisiana on September 16th, 1940, making him a couple of years older than Paul McCartney. Right. The story goes that in 1965, Shears entered and won the lookalike competition organized by Brian Epstein, who was working for be- looking for Beatle doubles for just such an occasion as this. When Paul died in 1966, Epstein said is said to have bribed police and journalists to keep the accident quiet. They say with a little plastic surgery and vocal training to slip into that Liverpool accent without a trace of Louisiana, Billy assumed the role as Paul. Some Paul is dead theorists say this explains why the band stopped touring in 1966 and started growing beards. Mm. Shears is actually mentioned in the first album released after McCartney's alleged death. In the last stanza of the intro song, it says, uh, this is the last intro, the intro song of Sgt. Pepper's uh, Lonely Hearts Club mm-hmm. Band. Uh, it says, I don't really want to stop the show, but I thought that you might like to know that the singer is going to sing a song and he wants you all to sing along. So let me introduce to you the one and only Billy Shears and Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And then Ringo starts to sing. And Americans apparently still wouldn't accept that Ringo could be masquerading as Billy Shears in the album, adding more proof to the growing theory about Paul's death. So the band felt so guilty that they began to leave clues about McCartney's Mm -hmm. replacement. In fact, uh, most of the clues, Paul is often depicted differently from the rest of the Beatles, and usually in a very dark way. Yes. Like the overall funeral artwork for Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yes. Fans say Paul is wearing a patch on his shoulder that reads OPD or officially pronounced dead. But that's not actually true. Mm -hmm. The patch says OPP. Yeah, you know me. (laughs) 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 It actually stands for Ontario Provincial Police. Uh On the back cover where the lyrics live, George is seen pointing at one line Wednesday morning at five o'clock. That's when fans believe Paul was, quote, officially pronounced dead. dead. If you take a mirror and lay it horizontally across the middle of the drum kit on the front cover, it reads, one, I, X, he die. And uh, some say this refers to the exact date of Paul's death, I, one, being 11, or Uh November, and I, X, or nine. Okay. Also, uh, let's see. If you play A Day in the Life backwards, you can hear the recorded phrase, Paul is dead, uh-huh. miss him, miss him. Uh-huh. And then theorists think you can say it here, John Lennon saying, I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields Forever, when in fact, if you slow it down to play it at 45 RPM, he's actually saying cranberry sauce. Apparently, John was really well known for doing stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to pull up a picture of the uh Well, and then wasn't there, the like, kit. the Abbey Road Oh, I'm album? getting there. Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting there. There's the one I X he die. If you okay, pull the I mirror up to yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the drum. Hang on, I have to go back to the Avril Lavigne picture. Go for it. Is this a different person or, or is it's this It's the saying, same picture. It's the same oh, person. It, so it's it's saying that it's two different people, but it's actually just Avril Lavigne Yes, twice. it's just her aged. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. And then John. And then and the John Bonet and Katie. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty it, close. I can kind of see it. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. That's Keep all going. right. Okay. And the, all these photos will be linked to the blog too. Oh yeah, our blog is updated. By the way, well, at least it's updated with Tessa's posts. It's very I updated. still need to go back and update it with my first episode posts. <laughs> <laughs> I've can, been slacking. You'll cycle back around. <laughs> okay, so all right, so we left on Strawberry Fields. Okay, so the iconic photo of the uh, mm-hmm. the quad walking across Abbey Road. Some say it is a 
funeral procession. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There you I go. I got it. <clears throat> okay. John is in the front wearing all white, like a preacher. Mm-hmm. Ringo is in black behind him, the undertaker. George brings up the rear wearing blue jeans because he's the grave digger. Paul, or Billy Shears at this point, is second to last, wearing the black like a corpse. And he's, he's out barefoot. of step with the others, smoking a cigarette and barefoot, a sign of mourning in Sicily. And in some cultures, the dead are buried without shoes. Mm-hmm. In fact, some super sharp eyes notice the Volkswagen bug or beetle mm-hmm. in the background with the license plate 28IF or 28IF as in the age Paul would be at the time if he hadn't died in the accident. Ugh, yeah, the, I knew about that one. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that one. Oof. Then let's see. Then uh, another clue comes from the album Let It Be. The cover features the quad on a black frame. That's the last picture. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the On a black frame with George, John, and Ringo on a white background facing different directions and mm-hmm. Paul on a red background facing the listener directly. And his mouth is covered, too. Yeah, kind of spooky. Kinda and spooky. it's like... He's the only one with a beard, and his mouth is covered. Exactly. So it's like they're trying to cover up the fact that it's not him. Oh, like my maybe. God. Maybe. Everyone's just kind of covered up a little bit. Okay. Oh my God. Can we go back okay, to okay, the picture? Okay. okay. The theorists also say there's a secret phone number hidden in the stars making up the title on the sleeve of the Magical Mystery Tour album. Okay. They say if you call that number, a recording will reveal the true account of Paul's death, but no one can agree on what that number is. You have to hold the album upside down with the Beatles in stars facing a mirror to read it. Oh, God. We don't have a mirror in here. I was like, I'm going to do this right now. No, I'm not. It could be (laughs) 231-7438-834-7135-536-0195-510-6643-546-3663, or 624-624. 20 or 7125. Ian, start calling those numbers. There's also telling no telling what city or area code you should dial first to get through. Other theories about the number include actually getting a ticket to the magical Beetle Mystery Island or even speaking directly to Paul in the afterlife. <gasps> oh my god, Ian, start dialing those numbers right now. <laughs> Just start with 111 for the area code. <laughs> All right, so then uh, in 2015, several websites reported that Ringo Starr had confirmed it. An interview with the Hollywood Inquirer, Ringo is reported as saying, when Paul died, we all panicked. Paul was interviewed about the theory when it first started in 1966, joking with the media that if I were dead, I'd be the last to know. He's also called it the most ridiculous theory out there. So, you know, Billy could just be dodging the whistleblowers and mm-hmm. laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, right? <laughs> he just, I mean, we could not, we could be buying tickets to see Paul Is McCartney, but it's really... Yeah. yeah, he's still alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here's the kicker. Given what we know, that Paul McCartney died at 5 a.m. Wednesday, November 9th in 1966. Mm-hmm. However, Paul McCartney and his girlfriend Jane Asher were on vacation traveling in France and Kenya at the time. Something did happen the year before when Paul crashed his moped and chipped a tooth, giving himself a split fat lip, to which he responded by growing a mustache. If Paul is infected, Shears has been very active without him. Uh, he met and married Linda Eastman, who uh, with whom he had four kids before losing her to breast cancer in 1998. Mm-hmm. He even released a live album in 1993 called Paul is Live, an alleged nod to the conspiracy, and has produced more than 20 solo albums, not including the ones released by Wings. Okay. And that's my conspiracy theory. What was the thing that you were going to circle back to? Oh, 
was going to circle back to this one. Okay, so apparently on October 12th, 1969, a caller to a Detroit radio station, WKNRFM, told disc jockey Russ Gibb about the rumor and the clues he had collected over the past three years. Gibb and his viewers got a kick out of it. Their interests clearly peaked. Two days after the WKNR broadcast, the Michigan Daily published a satirical review of Abbey Road by the University of Michigan student Fred LeBoer under the headline, McCartney is Dead, New Evidence Brought to Light. It identified most of the clues brought to the attention of the radio station, plus more he found in the just-released LP of Abbey Road. Labor admitted he made up most of the clues he found, but he was astonished when some local newspapers picked up the story. So I circled back to that because that kind of proves to me that obviously an American in in Michigan uh, had clearly made it up to, right. to start with. <clears throat> and that was he also the radio caller and then he knew his article was going to be posted soon? Or, like, you know, was the... Uh, like, is it the same guy or were there multiple people? Did multiple people huh. pick up on it at the same time? It's kind of up in the air mystery. Interesting. So I just, I thought it was very interesting. It was a lot of fun to research. Okay. And so what are, what are your thoughts on it? Do you think that's the real Paul McCartney or do you think he's dead? I think there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of mystery and wonder in the, the possibility of it not being really Paul. I think it's interesting if they chose to do that then, why they wouldn't have... I mean, it was obviously very public what happened to John Lennon, why they wouldn't swap out another Beatle. Well, maybe... I think it was because... Like, okay, so if this is... This is if this is real, mm-hmm. it was probably because, like, in 66, 67, they were at, like, the height of their fame. Exactly. And maybe announcing that somebody was dead and replacing them would have done a major number on their image. Oh, yeah. And their fame. But it's, it's so interesting because you would, yeah, because like if you would try to replace the fourth in the quad, then I think you would have a problem. Yeah, because John Lennon didn't die until years and years, years later. Years, years, later. Like, so. That's true. So it's like, yeah, of course they'd be public about it then because their fame had kind of started to. Well, more than started to. It, it, it had already happened. It, and, yeah, it had yeah. faded and, and they weren't as popular as they used to be. But the 60s they in like the early 70s was their time. So replacing somebody that soon would probably be detrimental to their image. Maybe at that time, yeah. So it's yeah. like, personally, I don't necessarily believe in the conspiracy, but it would make sense. Yeah, people are so well documented, especially when they're traveling into you know, yeah. places like Kenya. And, and if, if if he was in fact on vacation with Jane at the time, then uh, it's it's kind of a it's fun to think maybe what if yeah. maybe it's covered up. But so I like, think it's really Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I, like I said, I like the conspiracy theory. It's a really good one, and it's it's definitely feasible. But I don't personally believe it, and I love. I love all the research about it because some people have really gotten into it. Some people have like devoted their lives to that theory. The fans are just, oh my gosh, they've gotten so deep in some of this stuff. I just touched on a couple of things. I mean, there are just pages and pages and pages and pages of all the evidence that people have found. And it's very, I love the creativity. It's it's crazy. So yeah, like I said, I don't personally believe it, but um, I can see why people do. I definitely can. Definitely. Definitely. I agree. So, well, that's all, right. all I got. So, so let's take our little break. Take a break. And we'll be back with my cryptid. Yay, and once again, this is where wait. commercials would be, but we don't, we still don't have sponsors. Sponsor us, please. Sponsor us, please. 
Dear Google. Dear. <laughs> Please sponsor us. Postmates, Google. I mean, I'll, I'll take them. I'll take all of them. All right. We'll be back. We'll be right back. Okay, so we're back. Mm, we're back. We had some good discussions yes. about, about other Jupiter conspiracy theories. Other conspiracies, and uh, yeah, we got a whole bunch of lists. We got, of oh, so many coming up. Good we stuff coming up. Put them on our vision board that we mm-hmm. have now. Yep, we have that now. So we'll put that on the vision board. Absolutely. But in the meantime, yes. we're going to talk about my topic, which is something that I actually just found out about this like last week it is a lot more local and a lot more recent in fact it's like well some places say the 90s but most places that i researched said like 2010 ish and so so when i say local we're in sacramento california which is like central california northern central california this takes place or at least it started in fresno so we're talking about the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Interesting. Okay. Like I said, this popped up on my Facebook feed, probably because of all the weird cryptids I've been researching. Mm. All of a sudden, Facebook's algorithms, which that's a conspiracy theory on its own. Oh, of course. Um, just popped up with like, I think I've seen it like three different times, three different articles from de- three different sites about the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Very cool. Um, one origin of the Fresno Nightcrawlers says that these creatures appear in local Native American folklore. I don't know what tribes are around here. Do you know? Because you're from here. I'm not from here. Oh, gosh. No, no. I used to. Not off the top of my head. Okay. But there are are some Native American tribes in this area. Mm -hmm. And so local Native American folklore has said that they've been on Earth since before humans. So that they're like a prehistoric kind of being. Um, And that the reason that these creatures are around is that they're like a spiritual link between humans and nature. And that they're kind of like a mediator between us to kind of like keep the earth in balance. And according to the folklore, the reason that these creatures have the body composition that they do is in order to move through like the swampy and boggy landscape of the Fresno area more easily. Weird. Well, I mean, Fresno is kind of an armpit. Yeah, it is kind of the (laughs) armpit of California. Um, Other origins claim that this didn't appear until the early 2000s or late 90s. as some places stated, when they started showing up in CCTV security camera footage oh. around the Fresno area. Oh. So, but I'll get into that in a little bit. You mentioned videos. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got, got I've got some videos to show you. So, um, and I will, I will definitely be posting them to the blog um, once I finally start working on the blog. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so I'm going to get into descriptions quick. Okay. So they're relatively short, 1.5 meters tall or shorter, um, with the shortest sighting being 0.5 meters. Um, for our American listeners who don't use the imperial system, or who, who don't use the metric system, that's five feet tall at the maximum height to one and a half feet tall at the shortest. Mm. That's for all of us Yanks. Mm-hmm. Um, most of their height is their extremely long legs and a very tiny upper body. There's actually a lot of really cute fan art. Oh. <laughs> there's there's actually fan art of these. Oh. Um, they're really thin, somewhat humanoid. Um, and then the larger specimens seem to have webbing connecting the knee to the torso. Um, they have stilt-like feet, and they look like they're wearing, like, MC Hammer pants 
In fact, they look like walking MC Hammer pants with a tiny head attached to the top. That is the... What? Yes. That... That so, is something that evolved to adapt to an environment? Yeah. That survives in an environment? Yep. <laughs> so, um, a lot of, a lot of, like... So, basically, think of MC Hammer pants with, like, a head... Okay. But instead of legs inside them, they've got stilts, so they don't have, like, joints. So they walk very kind of, like, stilt-like. They sort of look like the monster from the Dr. Seuss book, What Was I Scared Of? Which, on the cover of that, has, like, a picture of white pants just kind of floating around. Okay. Okay. All right. So the sightings. Mm -hmm. The first sighting was the 1990s, 2007, 2008, 2010, or 2011, depending on where you're looking. I see. Okay. Every place. And this is for the same sighting. It's not like. Oh. It's not like different accounts. It's all this one sighting. Nobody can agree on when it happened. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Okay. So, okay. So, like I said, nobody can agree on when it was released. Every site said something different. And I tried to check, like, the timestamp on the footage, but there wasn't one. Of course. So. Just when you want one, there isn't one. Yeah. And when you don't want one, there is one. So just, you know, screw me. But mm-hmm. whatever. So some guy named Jose, although some sources say that this person remained anonymous. Once again, screw me. It doesn't matter. Nobody can agree. Oh, Mr. Jose Blow. I mean, Blow. I'd say I should have looked this up, but... I did, and <laughs> did. nobody agreed on you it. You tried. I tried. I really tried. So, um, Jose, Anonymous Jose. We're, <laughs> there we go. That's my portion of the title, Anonymous Jose. Anonymous Jose. <laughs> he was being woken up consistently by his dogs barking at night. So he decided to install some security cameras on his house to see if maybe there were burglars attempting to break in. He wasn't in the best of neighborhoods. So the next morning, he and his family looked at the footage and were startled to see two creatures walking across the lawn throughout the night. And this is where I'm going to show you the original footage. There's video. Okay. So there's no sound. So you guys are just going to have to listen to Tessa's reactions to this. It's a great. So it's like like 1248 at night. Yeah. Driveway. What, what is, what is that? What is that? What? It's like a wishbone. It's like a wishbone wearing pants. What the hell is that? Oh my god! Yeah, so that's that video. <laughs> it's that was weird. Yeah, that yeah. Was like I super, said, MC Hammer pants with a tiny head. With a tiny head, it's literally like picture like a just a chicken wishbone, just like walking around with its like gaucho pants on. Yeah. Just oh my god, just feeling itself. It's oh my god. so creepy that's though, right? So weird. Okay, so. So they saw the video and were really startled. So they contacted the local police and the police were just as confused as the rest of them because they didn't know what to do. So they couldn't offer any help. So I wouldn't either. Yeah. So anonymous Jose eventually took the photo to local television station Univision 21 and they did a story on it. And the news station contacted famous UFO investigator Victor Camacho, who talked about it and brought it to national attention, (laughs) where it was eventually featured on the show Fact or Faked. Oh, I used to love that show. Yeah. so I was just thinking about that show. (laughs) Oh, I love that show. I think it was like episode three or four of season one of Fact or Faked. And they they dubbed the episode the Fresno Nightcrawler, Mm -hmm. which is where it got its name. The show was unable to determine whether this was faked or not. 
Um, they said if it was faked, it was one of the best fakes they ever have seen. Oh my gosh. Um, they couldn't do anything. They tried a lot of different methods to replicate this and could not replicate it. They tried marionettes. They tried children That's in pants. Freaky. They They tried doing all sorts of weird things and could not replicate it for the life of them. So they could not determine if it was fake or not. That's freaky. Yeah. They, I used to love that show. Oh my gosh. I was just thinking about them earlier because I was thinking about an episode. There was a, um, it was a UFO episode and somebody like they, it was like a bumblebee shaped thing. It was like a, like a, uh, a witch riding a broom with a big old booty. Okay. She's like, she's like, she got cakes. I'm a, <laughs> mom's got cakes. She's got cake. And it's like floating over like the, the horizon of a hill in the distance. And that was another one that they said, like, this is fake. This is, uh, really this good. This is fake. really good. Cause, oh man, that's, oh, that video is crazy. Yeah. Can I see it again? Yeah. 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 Hang on. That's so crazy. It it like I kind of want to go back and find that episode of Factor Fake. Oh my gosh! I just like it. it so you can see it up there from the upper left hand corner, and it's just like it's strutting. And this is it one of the taller ones. So weird, it, but it moves fluidly. It does, which it's is like why not they really touching the ground. Which is why they couldn't replicate it with like a um, marionette or anything That's because it just so moved too weird. fluidly. That's so weird. Okay. Okay. So the next sighting was in 2011 in Yosemite National Park. Oh, I was just there. So they've been spreading. Oh. Oh, they're multiplying. They're multiplying. Oh, or they've been awoken. Oh, no. But anyway, so in March of 2011, park rangers for Yosemite National Park installed security cameras in hope of finding vandals that had been damaging and stealing park property. They figured it was just teenagers, something like that. Mm-hmm. However, instead of finding evidence of teenage hooligans, they were shocked or shocked to find spindly alien creatures traipsing across the park at night. The media got a hold of the footage and compared it to the footage of the creatures from Fresno, and it was clear that these were the same kind of creatures. No. So that's the second video I have for oh, you Oh, weird. Oh, yay. Okay. This right. one has two of them. Also nighttime. This one is... Oh, oh look at that. <clears throat> what is that? This one's a little bit longer, and you can see a what second one there. What? There's a tiny one. And this <gasps> one's at two in the morning. Oh my god! I was there. Oh, this is freaky. They like they kind of don't have ankles. Yeah, they walk very kind of stiff, but also kind of fluid at the kinda. same time. Oh like they don't god. really have like joints. That is so weird. They don't really have faces either. No, it's just a long pair of legs with like a little snowman head. Oh my gosh. Sam, your cryptids make my fingers hurt because they're like white <laughs> knuckle the whole time. That's so weird. Okay. So. <sighs> that was in 2011. Oh, okay. In November of 2012, there were reported possible sightings in Kennedy, Texas. <gasps> Once again, they're starting to, like, spread out. More of them, Um, God. That means, like I said, that the creatures are either spreading or they're starting to awaken Uh all over the country. Um, Member of an x-ray crew at a material gas plant reported he saw something swaying side to side out of the corner of his eye. He snapped a picture of it as he was coming down in, like, a basket lift for, like, um, kind of like one of those crane trucks, like the basket of, like, a crane truck. Uh Uh-huh. 
Um, by the time he unhooked himself from the harness, the creature was gone. Uh, was gone. They called the police who walked the premises and didn't find anything suspicious. The officers did say, though, that there had been 26 separate UFO sightings in the area that evening alone. Um, in this picture, you can see a silhouette of eyes and an elongated mouth. I don't have that picture. I couldn't find it anywhere. But um, Ooh, that's weird. This is the first time that there has been UFO sightings in accordance with these. With it. Oh, my gosh. And then the last sighting, I couldn't find a date on this, but there was a videotape of this cryptid being spotted in Poland. So this is all the way Whoa. across the Atlantic Ocean Whoa. in Poland. This time, there, it appears a handheld camera, so the shaking, the footage is very shaky. Mm-hmm. But you can see it's, it's a lot more close up. You can see it kind of walk past. Um, I did find footage. I can't find it now, but there was footage of like a person... Um, like their security camera footage was like of their pool in the backyard. This thing walks through the gate ah! and like walks across the pool. Ah! Like it keeps walking across the water. Oh in the my pool. god! So that's weird. See, like I said, it doesn't really totally touch the ground. That yeah, is so it kind of weird. floats and it's really weird. Oh, that's so freaky. I have to try to find. Oh, hang on. I think I found the footage. There might be talking, so I'm going to, like, mute okay. the audio. Okay, I did. This is this is where I can say that I should have looked this up. Yeah. Do, do, do. Okay. Okay, so that's okay. the footage that we've already seen. And it's, like, the same thing in each of this, yeah. each video. It's, like... It, yeah, it's always the same thing. So this was another, like, thing, like, an image that was captured. Um, I'm trying to find, like... Because, like I said, there was the pool one that was super creepy. Like, the rest of them kind of creeped me out, but the pool one was where I oh. really freaked out. Okay, so, yeah, here's the pool footage. I'm okay. going to try to clip this down and... and okay, this is a little guy. This is a, a little guy. one. My gosh, what the heck is that? So it stops at the edge of the pool. What the heck is... Oh, my God! And then it walks <gasps> across the pool. It moves so weird! Yeah. What the heck? But yeah, it walks across the pool. What the? What the heck? Oh my gosh! And they haven't like they haven't <laughs> talked about like why certain people have been able to capture it or nobody's like, ever seen it live. Like, they, but it's they just only ever been there. caught on video. Oh, so ooh, that's so creepy. There are different theories about what this is. Okay. So one of them is that it's just a cryptid, an undiscovered species, okay. which is what a lot of cryptids are. Okay. Um, some theories are that it's a paranormal or supernatural creature. Okay. Some are that it's an alien. Okay. But that one's a little bit less popular just because of the fact that most of the sightings have not had any sort of UFO. Yeah. Like sightings around it. Um, some people just think it's a pair of white pants being puppeted. But like I said, Factor Fate tried that and they were not able to replicate it with that. Some think that it's just a mutation of some sort of animal. Apparently mutations can walk on water. Yeah. I don't... That's weird. I don't know. Woo. But, um... And then some people think that it's the Native American nature spirit that we talked about before. Um, but there's there's no, def- like, definitive proof of what this is. And oh. as far as we know, it's not a hoax. We don't know what it is. Guys, go look it up. 
And then, then go look at our blog. But guys, go look it up. It's real. Oh, man. I'm going to post it so on the blog. Freaky. I might post a picture of it on the Instagram, too. Oh, my um, gosh. But it's it's very, very creepy looking. Like, it doesn't look like it's, like, hurting anybody. No. No, there, there haven't been any, like, reports of it doing anything or attacking people or tracking people down. It just kind of harmlessly walks by and goes about its business. It's just doing its thing. Just, just kind of. going about its merry way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so. It's it's a it's a creepy one. I man, you're making me not want to walk at night ever, ever at all. <laughs> well, like, like I said, you don't have to worry about this one too much because most of it, it it's I like mean, they're there was the, already apparently. Well, unlike the Texas sighting, it's like he saw it, but mainly it was on his camera. Mm -hmm. But it's like there haven't been a lot of like physical sightings. Yeah. It's mostly been on like CCTV and security yeah. cameras. How so weird. Although you said it's got like the one picture has like the elongated mouth. Yeah. And uh, like like that, the silhouette of eyes. It's creepy. Yeah. So this it is it a creepy makes me one. think of like maybe it's the um, the head from um, Beetlejuice that Alec Baldwin's head. Yeah. Like all elongated or or uh, No, I think it means like elongated kind of like a Cheshire cat smile. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that's even freakier. That's even creepier. That's, oh my gosh. Do you remember a couple of years ago there was a, a short film that won, I think it was a horror contest and it was lights out it ended up becoming a feature docu like feature film, not okay. a documentary god. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a feature film but um the short is really really freaky and anytime I think about an elongated smile like the smile at the end of that short film is makes your stomach turn. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Still makes me still freaks me out. Oh like <laughs> This coworker and I had I had at the uh, station a couple years ago. She and I both knew about it. We we're just like, "Hey, did you watch the documentary?" Like, no, or short film. Why? You keep it's, going with documentary. I do. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I need to stop doing creepy ones because apparently, like the Black Eyed Children, I creeped out some of my coworkers to the point where they had to call their spouse to walk them into the house from their car. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so maybe next week I'll pick a more lighthearted one that's not so creepy. Well, honey, call your spouse again because you're going to need to be walked to the car. Yeah, you might need to be walked to the car Although, again. Although you haven't seen what this thing looks like yeah. yet unless you look for it. So I'll post. Okay, so I will post oh. a picture of it the day the podcast airs. So yeah. so if you're, if you're listening to this, go check the Instagram because there's probably a picture of it on there or like a short video of it. Um, he like like moonwalks across the screen and it's really yeah. really weird. It's it's creepy. And it's got weird joints. I don't like it. <laughs> it has no joints. It's no joints. <laughs> it's, just, it's just pants. It's just pants. It's just hammer pants. Empty just hammer pants. pants. Oh my but, gosh. Well, but yeah, that's, that's all I've got. This is a short one. This is definitely different from the four pages I did before. Yes. No, that's very um, freaky, though. I'm glad you did this one. Yeah. That's very cool. Like, I like the local ones, so... I do, too. I like that there's so many videos that are, like, of... It's not like, here's one picture of what might be the same thing yeah. across the board. Like, no, this thing is the same thing in each of these videos. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, and the footage isn't, like, super blurry, either. It's like, you can tell that there's something weird walking around. I know. It's really interesting how people are going to start, like... I mean, you can doctor an image these days, but how people are going to cr get creative with playing with just camera tricks with the, how good cameras are getting. Yeah. Like our well, CCTV and especially and like stuff is security so camera footage in the nineties, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it wasn't that great quality. So mm -hmm. it's a little bit harder to doctor. Yeah. But now, I mean, our, our yeah. it's getting better and better and better. Yeah. You know? So hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll see more sightings of them. Maybe. And we uh, can maybe. talk we'll, about this again. We can we'll revisit it. Some Bigfoots and but some big feet. Big feet. Big feet. Big feet. Big feet.
But anyway, thank you guys once again for listening. We Yay! we really thank appreciate so everything that you do for us, and we appreciate and we we really enjoy doing this. Yes, so um, we really do, and we want to keep doing it, and we enjoy your viewership or your listenership, and we love being in your ear holes. Thanks for letting us live yeah. here for an hour, and. Um, so. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to you guys again on two weeks. August first. So it's not Yay. exactly two weeks, but it's you know it's close. We're trying to do the first and the fifteenth of every month. Yes. So um So when you get paid, it's like it's a little payday. Yeah, extra, so, extra so bonus. We're your little payday bonus. Yes. Um at least for a lot of people. I know yeah. those are my paydays. So Yeah, it's not everybody's paydays. We're sorry if it's not. <laughs> but But anyway, yeah. so yeah, we'll we'll see you guys again on August first. Thanks. Yay, thanks guys. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to learn more about us or read our deeper blog posts about our topics, head over to our website, conspiraciesandcryptids.com. There you can find links to all our social media and all your favorite podcatchers. If you like what you hear, leave us some love in the reviews on iTunes. The more you like us, the longer we can keep doing this. And if you're really vibing off this little shindig and you're feeling generous, check out our Patreon. We have all kinds of fun goodies and extras for our devoted conspirators. Also, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for more updates. And don't, don't forget, forget, Big Brother is watching. watching.